All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend, A.A. Ron. Let's keep it moving, little shotties. We're in Acts chapter 13, reading on the Amplified Version. It is 8.24 in the evening. On this lovely May 25th. Ah, the day after my youngest daughter's birthday. First missionary journey. Let's go. Now in the church at Antioch, there were prophets who spoke a new message of God to the people and teachers. Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manaen, who had been brought up with Herod Antipas, the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were serving the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Wow, they were for real, these they." They're making me need desire to step my game up. They were serving the Lord and fasting. While they were serving the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit says, Set apart from me Barnabas and Saul, Paul, for the work to which I have called them. Then after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them in approval and dedication and sent them away on their first journey. Verse 4, so then being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus. When Barnabas and Saul arrived at Salamis, they began to preach the word of God, proclaiming the message of eternal salvation through faith in Christ in the synagogues of the Jews, and they also had John Mark as their assistant. When they had traveled through the entire island of Cyprus as far as Paphos, they found a sorcerer, ooh, a Jewish false prophet named Bar Jesus. That's getting juicy. A Jewish false prophet named Bar Jesus, who was closely associated with proconsul of the province Sergius Sergius Paulus, an intelligent and sensible man. He called for Barnabas and Saul and wanted to hear the word of God concerning eternal salvation through faith in Christ. But Elamus, the sorcerer, for that is how his name is translated, opposed them, trying to turn the proconsul away from accepting the faith. But Saul, who was also known as Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit and led by him, looked steadily at Elamus and said, You, Elamus, who are full of every kind of deceit and every kind of fraud, you son of the devil, enemy of everything that is good, that is right and good. Will you never stop perverting the straight paths of the Lord? Wow. That's 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 a very powerful accusation. Pray to God that is never said about us. Now watch. The hand of the Lord is on you and you will be blind. So so blind that you will be unable to see the sun for a time. Immediately a mist and darkness fell upon him, and he groped around, seeking people to lead him by the hand. The proconsul believed this message of salvation when he saw what had happened, being astonished at the teaching concerning the Lord. They should have made this dude blind, which is wild, because that's what happened to Paul. He was blinded on the road to Damascus. Well, but he was Saul back then. All right, verse 13. Now Paul and his companions sailed from Paphos and came to Perga in Pamphylia, but John Mark left them and went back to Jerusalem. 
Now they went on from Perga and arrived at Antioch in Pisidia. And on the Sabbath day, they went into the synagogue and sat down. After the reading of the law and the writings of the prophets, the officials of the synagogue sent word to them, saying, Brothers, kinsmen, if you have any word of encouragement for the people, say it. So Paul stood up and motioning with his hand, he said, Men of Israel, and you who fear God, listen. The God of this people, Israel, chose our fathers and made the people great and numerous during their stay as foreigners in the land of Egypt. And then with an uplifted arm, he led them out of there. For a period of about 40 years, he put up with their behavior in the wilderness. <laughs> when he had destroyed seven nations in the land of Canaan, he gave their land to our ancestors as our inheritance. This took about 450 years. After this, he gave them judges until the prophet Samuel. Then they asked for a king, and God gave them Saul, the son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, for 40 years. And when he had removed him, y'all know what happened to Saul, the other Saul, not Saul Paul, but Saul who, uh, yeah, his ending wasn't the best. He was trying to, the one who was trying to kill David. And when he had removed him, he raised up David to to be their king of him, he testified and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, conforming to my will and purposes, who will do all my will. I love that God says that about David because we know David had his shortcomings. But still, this is God's what God had to say about him. Verse 23, from this man's descendants, God has brought to Israel a savior in the person of Jesus, according to his promise. Before his coming, John the Baptist had preached a baptism of repentance to the, all the people of Israel. And as John was finishing his course of ministry, he kept saying, what or who do you think that I am? I am not he, the Christ, but be aware one is coming after me whose crocs, <laughs> flip flops, chocolates, Chacala, what is it? <laughs> I don't know. What do they call them in Spanish? Let me see. Here. I knew this. Chancletas, Spanish flip flops. I learned that word a while ago. One of my Uber, my Rebu writers told me flip flops in Spanish. Chancletas. 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 There you go. Chancletas. Who is Chancletas? I am not worthy to unite to me to not unite. <laughs> Had a little bit of a dy dyslexic moment right there. Uh, to uh, I am not worthy to untie, even as his slave. Mm. Verse twenty-six. Brothers, sons of Abraham's family and those among you who fear God to us has been sent the message of this salvation obtained through faith in Jesus Christ for those who live in Jerusalem and their rulers who fail to recognize or understand both Jesus and the voices of those prophets the voices of the prophets which are read every sabbath have fulfilled these very prophecies by condemning him Verse 28, and though they found no cause or charge deserving death, they asked Pilate to have, or I like to say Pilates, Pilates. <laughs> uh, 
they asked Pilot to have him executed. And when they had finished carrying out everything that was written in scripture about him, they took him down from the cross and laid him in a tomb. Man, he just, he just given the whole history lesson here. Verse 30, but God raised him from the dead and for many days, 40, 40 to be exact, he appeared to those who came up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem. The very ones who are now his witnesses to the people. And we are bringing you the good news of the promise made to our fathers, ancestors, that God has has completely fulfilled this promise to our children by raising up Jesus as it is also written in the second Psalm. You are my son today. I have begotten father to you. And as for the f- and as for the fact that he raised him from the dead, never again to return to decay in the grave, he has spoken in this way. I will give you the holy and sure blessings of David, those blessings and mercies that were promised to him. For this reason, he also says in another Psalm, you will not allow your holy one to see decay. For David, after he had served the purpose of God in his own generation, fell asleep and was buried among his fathers and experienced decay in the grave. But he whom God has raised to life did not experience decay in the grave. So let it be clearly known by you, brothers, that through him forgiveness of sins is being proclaimed to you. And through him, everyone who believes, who acknowledges Jesus as Lord and Savior and follows him is justified and declared free of guilt from all things from which you could not be justified and free of guilt through the law of Moses. So powerful. So much power in those statements. Verse 40, therefore, be careful so that the things spoken of in the writings of the prophets does not come upon you. Look, you mockers and marvel and perish and vanish away, for I'm doing a work in your days, a work which you will never believe, even if someone describes it to you, telling you about it in detail. As Paul and Barnabas were leaving the synagogue, the people kept begging I'm going to say it again. Verse 42, as Paul and Barnabas were leaving the synagogue, the people kept begging that these things might be spoken to them on this next Sabbath. When the congregation of the synagogue had been dismissed, many of the Jews and the devout converts to Judaism followed Paul and Barnabas, who, talking to them, were urging them to continue in the grace of God. Paul turns to the Gentiles on the next Sabbath. Almost the entire city gathered together to hear the word of the Lord about salvation through faith in Christ. But when the Jews saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy and began contradicting the things said by Paul and were slandering him. And at the same time, Paul and Barnabas spoke out boldly and confidently, saying it was necessary that God's message of salvation through faith in Christ be spoken to you Jews first. Since you repudiate it and judge yourselves unworthy of eternal life, now we turn to the Gentiles. Basically, I went to y'all first, and y'all rejected Jesus, and so now I'm going to the Gentiles. For that is what the Lord has commanded us, saying, I have placed you as a light for the Gentiles, so that you may bring the message of eternal salvation to the end of the earth. Mm, that's, that's, that's a good little memory verse. Verse 48, when the Gentiles heard this, they began rejoicing and glorifying, praising and giving thanks for the word of the Lord. And all those who had been appointed, designated, ordained to eternal life by God believed in Jesus as the Christ and their Savior. 
Verse 49, and so the word of the Lord regarding salvation was being spread through the entire region. But the Jews incited the devout, prominent women and the leading men of the city and instigated persecution against Paul and Barnabas and drove them forcibly out of the their, of their district. But they shook its dust from their feet in protest against them and went to Iconium. And the disciples were continually filled throughout their hearts and souls with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned, or missed the mark, or veered off the path, and fallen short of the glory of God, or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death, or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 5a says, but God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths, we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.